0: Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. I appreciate you. Awesome, you can be
1: mean. You shit. The shit. <laughs>
0: or you can blow it all up. A lot, uh- lot, lot. That- <laughs> every wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are matt christensen and blonde hello and welcome to the call-in show it is the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy oh man if i sound tired that's because i am yeah. uh what's 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 going on in seattle
2: um, not much. I've just been cleaning all day, working out. I'm just, ugh. It's been busy because of the Molyneux interview. This whole week has been oh, yes. really crazy, so
0: yeah well uh th- once again i have spent a lot of time testing the stream software and it works just fine and once again i go <laughs> live and it starts dropping frames again the great puzzle that will never oh, no. be solved but I, I think restart? it's i think it's gonna hang on so just keep an eye on the chat and uh, chat do let us know if we're having technical difficulties again and uh we'll see what we can do i don't know man it's, uh, we'll get it figured out eventually anyway people know the rules of the call and show but if you're new there do is a do link- they know the rules well, we're gonna we're gonna start some new rules. So, thank you for asking for clarification. Not starting new rules, just um, reinforcing rules that should have been in place previously. Good God, man! Technical technical issues. Um, anyway, so there's a link to the uh, to the uh, Discord server on which we host the show in the podcast description there or the the video description. Click on that, join the server. We go on a first-come, 1st first serve basis, so put your name in the roll call chat when you're in the server. That's how we know who is here first. And uh, and then we'll go in order. Uh, also, if you can't do the show live and you'd like to join us uh, through another way, send us an email. Take emails at beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. We'll read one of those tonight. And uh, you can also record a message on video and uh, send it to us unlisted, and we will play the audio and respond to it. The rule, though, the rule that I should say is, uh, I'm going to have to be tougher in just limiting people to one question, one comment, and we'll kind of try to move the show on a, along a little bit more efficiently. We uh, had a so, bit of
2: a runaway caller incident last week.
0: <laughs> so if it sounds like I'm trying to be pushy with you, understand we're just trying to keep the show operating efficiently. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started, uh, and and please do be courteous to your other uh, to your fellow callers, and uh, and limit yourself to one one thought, one question, one comment, so forth. First up, uh, let's see, Huvian is in the waiting room first. Our guy Huvian. Let's see, let's pull him in. Uh, hold on. God, I hate Discord.
2: What's going on <laughs> in the live chat, guys? All right, keep me occupied.
0: Whovian, what's up?
3: How you doing, Matt? Doing all right. Hi. What's going on with you? Hi. Uh, I remember for, uh, I posted in a super chat the other week. I'm officially a free man now. Mm. I'm officially retired right. from the army.
0: Well, great. Yep. Congratulations and thanks for serving and all that.
3: Yeah, um, so my question i i know you guys kind of talked about it on sunday but with the uh the sargon and anita
0: mm-hmm. i
3: don't know if you guys talked about uh vidcon's response what was your take on that
0: so i haven't actually read vidcon's response i saw anita sarkeesian's response on dot com, but what did vidcon actually say
2: uh, i watched the philly um, d video on it today
0: okay
3: yeah yeah that's that's where i saw it too um But essentially what they said was – Blonde, you can back me up on this if I get some of this wrong. But they said that they understand that she broke the rules, but then they went on this long rant about how they didn't know that there was a long history of harassment from Sargon, so they're not going to kick her out. (laughs) Yeah,
4: Yeah, and then
2: they said something about, like, we welcome you to criticize people's ideas, but it's no longer allowed to criticize individuals, and if you do that, you're no longer allowed – at VidCon. So it sounds like Sargon's probably not going to be able to go back to VidCon.
0: So, did they cite yeah. the examples of his harassment or was it just he made videos?
3: It no, was just they he admitted, made videos.
2: Jesus.
3: Well, they admitted that she broke the rules. Okay. Like, they openly admitted that she broke the rules, but they said that they weren't going to do anything about it because of the quote unquote history of harassment. Because they looked into the backstory. Well, I think they just looked at Anita's side because if they actually looked at any of Sargon's videos, they'd know that it was just open criticism.
0: Right. I would be curious. I don't think I've seen Sargon's entire backlog of Anita videos because he was doing that like when his channel was very young. Like when he first started, he was in the Gamergate stuff. And that was before I watched him and listened to him. But knowing no. what I know about him and watching pretty much everything he does now, I can't imagine that he was inciting mobs to of course go
2: harass her. And these people her. cannot <laughs> differentiate between harassment and criticism. And we saw that in that fucking Polygon article that yeah. made me rage yeah. spiral on Twitter yesterday and argue with the author. Um, you actually got in was,
0: touch with the author.
2: Yeah, I was tweeting him all day.
0: Did you get a reply? Yeah. yeah. You should invite him on the show
2: okay sure um he was just like i like to keep abusers out of my life or something like that on twitter i was like huh. that's fucking rich i
0: like, would happily give him <laughs> a, a fair platform
2: outrageous Hey, Sunday um,
0: Show. there you go right there yeah,
2: yeah i will i i talked <laughs> i talked a lot of shit though like,
0: <laughs> okay shit. maybe it's like, maybe you kind of blew our opportunity <laughs> like i there. called
2: him a big pussy and then i said like <laughs> I retweeted his article. I'm like, I just want you all to realize that a man wrote this. It was like <laughs> yeah. the worst white knighting nonsense I've ever read yeah. in my life. It's like Anita is so brave and wonderful for calling Sargon a garbage human. Cause that's a super transcendent insult. Yeah. She's so fucking clever.
3: That's why chivalry is dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why bother?
0: You know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, all, right. Yeah. all right. Uh, any other thoughts on your mind? After I said Um, one, one thought rule, but anyway, I'm breaking the rules already. Yeah. If you got any closing thoughts before we let you go.
3: Just that, I mean, I know you're always thanking me for my service, but, uh, but I never had to go through what you and your family did. So I just want to thank you and your family for, for what your brother did. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you uh but uh, veteran stuff is very important to me man for for reasons that you mentioned and so i i know it sounds cheesy or whatever but i'm never going to meet a veteran and not thank you for what you've done that's not something i've done personally thank blonde's, uh, blonde guy too um for, for oh I, i'm sorry
2: sorry I, I
3: completely <laughs> forgot blonde my bad
2: oh no it's okay i'm getting <laughs> I'm all emotional shepherd. now i i do have a soul
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go you
0: you broke blonde thanks for it man <laughs>
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I oh, no, I
2: just, I just miss him a lot.
0: Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it, man, and uh, look forward to hearing from you. And do you have uh, plans for the next step now that you're back in civilian life?
3: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually getting a job as an EMT right now because I was a medic and well, I'm going go. to nursing school. Oh, awesome. Yep. I want to be a medical missionary uh, oh, after cool. school. Yep. All, All right, right. Well, man. I'll let the next caller get on here. So Of course. Have a good night. I Thank appreciate you. Have it. Have a good night. You too, but.
0: Oh, and I should have mentioned, he mentioned Super Chat as well um, because he's a former Super Chatter. So if you would like to get a question or comment in via Super Chat, we do take those in-between calls as well. Uh, Are we good on Super Chat for now?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we just have one. Jay Jay Fry just said, Blonde's thanking the service in a whole different way.
0: (laughs) Yeah good thank you for, thank you for diffusing that with a tasteless joke <laughs> jay fry that's why you.
2: we love jay fry yeah. those those tender life moments he's just yeah. there to destroy them
0: <laughs> big red doggies up next okay if His his mic is muted but thank oh there you. we go thank
5: you hey guys let me pause straight
0: sure that's all right i'm burping coors light into the mic right now anyway so it doesn't okay. sound good that's you're not okay. ruining yeah. anything
5: it's okay i was having a wonderful blue moon earlier so yeah get it it. so two things just wanted to make a statement blonde with your bum tweets just just say bless your heart and you won't get so much flack (laughs) (laughs) and uh uh, i mean seriously you can get away with anything you can call somebody the dumbest idiot and just say bless your heart and you can get away with it that's what all the southern women do
0: yeah that is like a southern hospitality thing Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You could totally get away with it. So (laughs) I wanted to present uh, something that happened a couple weeks ago in Oklahoma. Uh, We had an incident with a gentleman who held his uh, two twins, uh, three months old, basically trying to drown them in the bathtub.
0: Held uh, them? Like what do you mean, held them under the water or something?
5: Yeah, he was trying to hold them under the water. Uh, uh. mother was couldn't get near him because he had a knife. He also she had another daughter that he was kind of holding on to as well. And there was a twelve year old boy in the house, and he ran next door, grabbed the neighbor, the neighbor came over with his uh revolver and shot it twice into Ugh. The guy and killed him
0: oh so, i think right, oh yeah right. okay i think i heard about this story
5: yeah so you now the big thing was whether or not he should actually possibly be charged with uh homicide
0: right well whether he that? should be like made he king does, of the country
5: it's not necessarily <laughs> a self-defense
0: situation right but yeah this is this how those...
2: the fuck is that but you're helping somebody else isn't there some kind of I, I don't know. I don't well, know a lot. Well, here's
5: talk. the thing. Especially the someone thing.
0: who's in imminent danger like that. Like, they're yeah. going to die yeah. shortly.
5: So that was the big thing. The The attorney general decided to... Uh, it was a justified uh, homicide. So he's not going to get charged, from my yes. understanding. At least from what I saw. So I guess my question is, uh, what would your thoughts on that be? I mean, I guess Blonde already kind of gave away the cat on that, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I would I would share that reaction. Just just uh, legality aside, just total layman yeah. reaction, right and wrong, good guy, bad guy type stuff. Yeah, I have no problem with this guy. I think letting him walk free is not enough. I think he should be given a no. huge reward. How about yeah. that?
5: Well, yeah, he actually, he had an arrest record. Uh, oh. He had arson, domestic violence, that sort of stuff back in 2011.
0: Weird. So like villain turned hero.
5: Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Not not the guy that uh, mm. shot it, but the the guy the guy doing died. the drowning. Yes, yes. He had uh, he had priors.
0: Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, no is more there anyone...
2: felonies for that guy, though. Retro. Has the, Has
0: yeah. there any is Has anyone made an argument that this guy should be charged, prosecuted, put in jail, whatever?
5: Um, it was speculative. I don't think anybody here would have done it.
0: Are the because... um.
5: Uh, we're pretty conservative down here. We, we, at least in Oklahoma, it's one of the largest conservative states. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that votes, votes strictly Republican, conservative, all that sort of stuff. Um, we have a few Democrats at state level, but that's about it.
0: Is, uh is that uh, the prosecutor who would handle that? Is that like an elected position? Do you know?
5: It was an attorney general. So I believe it was elected yeah t- talk wrong. about
0: a way to kill your future electoral prospects prosecute the oh, guy yeah. who saved uh, drowning children yeah.
5: not to press charges so yeah. i mean i i guess i'm kind of in the same boat with you guys i think i would do it uh moral justification right or wrong even if i had to face jail time i still would have done it
0: oh yeah would i yeah. i would i would hope i had the courage to do what he did to be honest if i was Is in that situation this
2: story in texas um this happened like a decade ago, but this guy's like 11 or 12 year old daughter was raped. And then afterwards he just went, he like found out who the rapist was and just like beat him to death. Like, hmm. and then they didn't charge him with anything. They were like, eh. Yeah. yeah.
5: Well, there was, there was, a oh, but it was slightly, how long yeah. after,
0: I mean, if it, that's
2: like, not like, you know, he didn't interrupt it.
0: See, it's it a lot trickier the to me or
2: something like that. You know, it's a lot I mean, trickier to me I'm when totally there's not fine in fine with that because, that's yeah,
5: I, that's a little bit trickier, mainly because the incident has already happened. Has already exactly. happened, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a little it's bit It's a vigilante. bad precedent
2: to set, I'll give you that. But in that yeah. specific instance, yeah. like if I were somebody's father, I don't know if I'd be able to control my murderous rage or something like that happen. So. <laughs> People were no, just sympathetic.
5: men like to fix things. We don't like to try to talk it out. Give us something yep. to fix. We will fix
0: it. We like to fix cars. We, you want to talk about cars? No, I'm just kidding. We we'll, ha- we'll have games. to let you go. But I, I appreciate right. that um, that story. I might have to look into that because that's a pretty interesting one. I haven't dug sure. into it at all.
5: Sure. All if right. you want, I can send you a link on Twitter. So all
0: right. yeah, sure, man. Have a good night. Thanks for calling. You too. Bye. Good on super um, chat.
2: Uh, yeah, let me do. It. Let me let me catch you all up. All right. Um, we have Michael Schlecht four dollars. Oh, yeah. One dollar for each GB Super Bowl win and each spin <laughs> loss. I
0: mean, yeah. That's the same Michael from Wisconsin who sends us artwork from time to time. Ah, You know, he likes to think he gets the upper hand in the artwork and the Vikings jokes, but the joke's on him because he lives in Wisconsin. <laughs> so, you know, it's an even deal, Michael. Appreciate it.
2: Jeremy sat $5. If I call Anita a garbage human or a piece of shit, am I harassing her Peace at PS level you guys? Oh, thank you so much. Um, I mean, I think by her definition of harassment for sure. I don't think that Sargon's ever called her a piece of shit or a garbage human.
0: Even yeah, did, if you he watch, did. Um, did you listen to Sargon on Joe Rogan? Mm-mm. Well, he was, several- um, Sargon's clearly like actually pissed about what happened. And I remember cause on Sunday I was trying to figure out, is he just kind of, playing this out for the trolley effect of holding her to her own standards or is he actually kind of hurt about this and he's actually kind of hurt about this
2: well I mean it was a panel situation we're just going to let this stupid feminist bitch do whatever she wants all the time
0: yeah yeah they were just
2: sitting in the audience and these questions oh these, these questions are harassment they were all like basic questions about equality and things like that
0: yeah I don't know. I just, I don't know that. I guess my worry for Sargon is don't try to make yourself too much of a victim here. She's already done a good job of making a jackass of herself. And, and to be fair, I thought he presented himself fine on Joe Rogan. I and didn't these hear are, these it. Some, so I can't. So it's my- a good show to listen to. A lot of people were kind of, I don't know. It's kind of controversial. There's a lot of people hating on that episode too. Huh? But, um, well, now I definitely- but I didn't have a huge problem with it. It's a minor complaint. I just, I worry that you don't want to go too far in that victimhood mentality.
2: Uh, yeah, it's problematic. We saw that with Laura Loomer and this rebel situation. Um, yeah. Okay, Cody Cloth, $2. That's why stand-your-ground laws are important. Would would those kinds of cases be covered in stand-your-ground? I thought that was uh, exclusively to self-defense. Yeah,
0: I'm not I don't super know. i familiar with stand-your-ground I, law, though. I'd be bullshitting if I pretended to know how that would ap- apply, if it would.
2: Well, someone give us some more money and tell us. <laughs> <laughs> uh Davis $2. Okay, guy, uh, shoot the guy in the leg. No need to kill. Um yeah, but he had a knife and he was trying to kill children. Yeah. So I think shoot to kill is an appropriate response to that. No?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you never know what he's going to do if he's shot in the leg and really pissed off. Yeah.
2: I mean, he ha- he has a knife. That could be considered that he was, you know, this was self-defense too.
0: I don't know. I mean, it's not like he was attacking the guy, but.
2: I don't know. If you're brandishing a knife and causing somebody else physical harm, then I think it's not You'd be able to make the case in court that you felt like you were in danger, like your yeah. life was in danger.
0: I have to look more into the case before I just start yeah, me stuff too. Up and um,
2: this is the first I've ever heard about it, so uh, yeah. yeah, that's it. We're we're caught up.
0: Okay, next up we got Comrade Cleaner. Comrade, what's up?
6: Well, I called in. And I guess I'll weigh in slight. Well, I I can't really weigh in on the Lando Castile since I'm active law enforcement. It's not mm. really
0: that's my right. place yeah. to say.
6: So. Yeah, it's um, kind of a
0: bummer cuz I would I have so many questions about I that I know case, so do
2: I. We were just talking about it before the show.
6: I mean, the best I can do is I can plug Donut Operator. He's XLEO. Yeah. He's a, I've I've heard porcelain. I've
0: heard that name a few times. Maybe we should we could ask that guy in the future. He's an he's an ex-cop YouTuber, right?
6: Yeah, he, he mainly Twitch streams games, but he also yeah. does uh kind of commentary on police videos too. Yeah. But, you know, I'll say that my views roughly align with his. I'll tweet you his video on Philando, but okay. um, what I was calling in about, you know, worst case scenario for Europe um, is what I've been thinking of just the last few days because of, well, blondes, negativity, and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that.
6: <laughs> so we've thought already talked about culturally what happens, but when you think about it, most of the Arab armies of the world use Western tech or Russian tech or some Chinese tech. So they've never been able to produce decent weapons of their own. You know, they've always relied on either the United States, Britain, France, Germany, or Russia, and sometimes China, for tech. Now, let's say that there is a total collapse of one or more European governments and some the Muslim Brotherhood or some other bad actors at the reins, you're talking about you know, France is a nuclear nation, Britain's a nuclear nation, um, Germany isn't, but they've got a decent arms industry. You're talking about a military nightmare yeah. if all that modern tech falls in the hands of people who want to use it. Yeah. So I'm to wonder, like, what if, you know, they have to dust off some Cold War plans, like, only replace Russia with Islamists. I mean, what happens when... Bad actors get their hands on nuclear weapons, advanced fighter jets, main battle tanks, uh, armies that actually have decent training doctrine, unlike Arab armies. I mean, it's kind of, one has to wonder what happens then.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a concern with... um anything that you invent that's a powerful force you people have that concern with technology i mean there have to be some kind of measures in place to make sure that these things don't get into the wrong hands but i have no faith in the federal government to do that at this point i mean isn't isis like most of their arsenal is just american weapons
6: Russian It um, looks like mostly Russian small arms, some U.S. small arms. I mean, you know, they, they got wholesale, like, Iraqi unit weapons and, and vehicles when they abandoned their posts. I mean, you know, American up-armored Humvees, MRAPs, uh, all sorts of stuff that it's really hard to knock out an MRAP. Like, you have to use an anti-tank weapon normally to knock them out. I mean, you can di- disable it with like 50 cal armor-piercing rounds through the grill, maybe, but I mean, those things are tough. Like I've, I've driven in them and they're the best you can hope for is maybe they roll it before they get to you. If they've got like an IED or something inside. Mm. I mean, a tank IED, could you imagine? I mean, how do you, how do you stop a tank IED? It's like, well, you have to stop it with like a helicopter yeah. and tank weapon.
0: This is, this is, um, I wish I had a good answer for questions like this. Cause I was thinking about this earlier today, um, just because, i've I guess I've become so isolationist when it comes to the Islamic world generally, like I see what's happened to Europe, and I think no, thank you. uh let's <laughs> yes. be very careful yeah. about our Islamic migration policies with the goal of not having that happen here. I'm not saying none, but I am saying I would like to have some pretty strict standards and make sure that people who are coming in. Um, have talent and have uh, the ability to to, uh, to contribute to our economy and, and value American values and all of those things. Racist. But yeah, I know it's so racist of me. Uh, but the trade-off of that isolationism is the fear that you're talking about, which is the more you let the world kind of develop on its own or just let the cards fall into play outside of the U.S. wherever they may fall. Uh, It might fall in some pretty bad spots, and if it falls into spots with, you know, uh, Islamist armies with high-tech weapons, maybe your isolationism (laughs) was kind of a bad idea. Not, and I know it's not directly related to migration policy, but it's just sort of the philosophy at which you look at America's role. Uh, with which yeah, you look but at the underlying well the philosophy
2: the that you have to question there is, are we obligated as the largest economy, and because you know Western influence clearly is better for everybody that's involved in it, are we obligated to police the world to some degree?
6: Mm. I mean, you got to think too, like Germany, we have bases, we got bases in England for the Air Force, we've got, um, I mean, all the NATOs have typically some American presence at them, so... What does that mean for basing? And that's a large part of our ability to deploy worldwide is if we don't right. have Europe as a jumping off point, our tactical mobility is very limited in the, in the Atlantic theater once Europe shuts the door. Like Merkel's already kind of made waves like, oh, we can't trust the Americans anymore. So what does that mean? Does that mean in 10 years we won't have our German bases to launch infantry and air force out of? Does that mean that they're going to cut us off or slowly move us out of the country? I mean, it, it's – in. When you have certain countries like the Polish, Lithuanians, and Hungarians who are openly defiant to EU practices, and they're allies of us, and currently with Trump in power, you know they're more close ally of us than England or Germany are. Which that's kind of mm-hmm. odd, them going from a Cold War aligned power to, I mean, or a Russian aligned power in the Cold War to probably being the closest to our interest right now in the region. And they're landlocked. I mean, uh, as far as I know, at least I'm not that great at European geography, but I don't think there's a, a ocean we can pull an aircraft carrier into to defend Poland from Germany. Really, it'd be kind of awkward for defending Poland from German air bases.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, I need a Jay Fry joke to uh, cheer me up after this one. He did <laughs> it's, give us. It's, some it's hard to look at. It's hard to think about these things and come away with an optimistic outlook. You know.
6: Yeah, and I mean as well, like I mean oh, I, I lost my thought. Let me give me a second. Uh I was sure. gonna Oh, Arab Arab armies can't win wars. That's actually an interesting read. It's it's written by a colonel at the War College, I believe it's a few decades old, but one of the uh finer points is that Arabs typically don't make good soldiers. They're very top heavy, so there is that, but if you have Western European armies that you know, they might not demand, you know, faith from the troops or something like that, or they let them run them the way they're run, you know, that's the scary part is that you have actual professional armies that aren't, you know, the general isn't holding all the information to himself. Um, There's a practice where they'll, like, Arab officers will purposefully hoard information that could help a sergeant or a lieutenant or captain out just so that they can show that they know everything, and it's, you know, it's not good when, You know you cut off line of communications and there's chaos and the united states is bombing them from above and or the israelis or any any army that actually has some flexibility of leadership they don't do well but if they get actual professional armies that you know can function you know and without having the general make all the decisions then that's concerning
0: sure all right we'll we'll probably have to to leave it there but uh i do appreciate the thoughts um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even if they leave me very depressed about the state of the world. Um, yeah. I mean,
6: like I said, worst case scenario, like I, I, yeah. uh, Europe can turn it around. Can not, not will. It's, it's not, it's kind of up in the air still. It's I don't depressing. know.
2: I don't think they can. I don't know.
6: <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. Like they, the, get to control those countries. Like they have the manufacturers of high military, high tech military stuff. Sweden, like Saab industries, like their jets are pretty good. The, so the French jets really good. You know, they'll get hold of F-35s, which we just now got for our Air Force. So they just
2: need the will. I don't think that they're going to conjure that either.
0: Yeah, good luck. All right. We'll we'll let you go, but uh, appreciate the call and have a good night. Yeah, you guys do the same.
2: Let me catch up on Super Chat, J-Fry, $2. You don't shoot to kill, you shoot to stop a threat um dave s two dollars thank you Jay fry is correct so i guess what they're saying is you just shoot at the largest mass that's coming at you yeah yeah until the threat is
0: i mean that's how i understand the training to be for like an officer or something um or, or you know military training or whatever else but um but i guess by the same token you wouldn't shoot not to kill you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be thinking, right. I want to hit him in a non-lethal spot so that he can learn a lesson and live. Is right, it, if I, you're
2: just trying to neutralize the threat, then you would think that that loss of life is kind of secondary. Yeah. And so wouldn't that be shooting to kill for the most part?
0: I don't know. I feel like, I, I don't feel like this is a complicated ethical question at all. Like, Although that, Dave
2: S. did say that, you know, if you shoot somebody in the leg, they're going to be totally debilitated. And that's true. I mean...
0: Yeah, but I I just feel like we're we're splitting hairs here in a question of what is, to me, obviously justified. Like, I don't care if he, I don't care where he shot him. I don't care how he killed him. I don't care what happened. I don't care if he lit him on fire, to be honest. If he saved the kids from being drowned, good for him.
2: Yep, I'm with you there. Um, Spencer vet five dollars. Happy birthday to me. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, here's some money for some pineapple pizza so you can celebrate with me. West is <laughs> you s-
0: Save your money for your birthday. Get yourself I some know. pineapple pizza. But we appreciate happy it. Happy birthday,
2: Thank Sven. You. Thank you for that. Uh, Cindy Rochelle Higgins, two dollars. Jay Fry is correct, you shoot to stop. Thank you. So I guess we were we were wrong about that, although we did kind of leave it open. Ended. And then Bastiat, Bastiat, two dollars. I do visas travel to the Middle East. Would love to talk. Yeah, just give us a give us a buzz. You can probably send us an email, is, us an email
0: Yeah, beautyinthebeta <laughs> at gmail.com. Okay. We good? Yeah,
2: we're good.
0: Okay. Uh Stan's up next.
2: Oh,
0: God, I hate Discord. It's the worst. It's like sometimes someone's at the very bottom of the list and I can't drag them up to get into the room. I have to like do it in steps. So it's kind of annoying. Anyway, Stan, you there?
7: Yes. Sorry. I, I didn't realize you had to drag from... Yeah, back. it's
0: weird. Like if you're at the very bottom of the list, then I kind of have to move you in chunks to get you to where you need to be. If that makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, moving moving me in chunks. I, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, I want to tell the chat,
7: uh, stop telling Jay Fry he's right um even yeah for chat that is just setting a very bad precedent
0: yeah we don't I know need, yeah we don't need we, to inflate that we,
7: we don't that want to power
2: to that. will go to his head
0: yeah absolutely
7: so so matt I, I think my initial thing here is going to cheer you up a little bit because i want to okay. talk briefly about uh, the uh horror video from sunday night show uh the end ah, of the show the painting <laughs> the painting yes yeah
2: you guys are um, monsters although you're for, for our audience that doesn't know check out my twitter i, I retweeted it but stan took the most perfect screenshots <laughs> of our before and after reactions and roaming milania oh. and i are like oh my god and matt's just oh. leaning back laughing his ass off like the yeah. fucking troll yeah. he is
7: <laughs> absolutely the, the the best part of that vlog when you're like the realization like Oh God, I know what I,
2: this, I could tell. I was I like, know what this I is. know what's going to happen. And you're,
7: like, you're like, God damn it, Skang, what are you doing to me? Um, uh, yeah.
2: And that moment that you took of where we're both like this, it's when she was like, use the chunks. Use yeah. The chunks.
7: <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing is, I, I I'm guessing, Blonde, you didn't watch the full video um
2: fuck no i didn't i watched yeah. what gag. made me
7: watch i'm not
0: watching anymore well so i'm guessing well, that you did watch the full well, video yeah i, I think i, I might I, know where you're going because there's a um, lot of grossness that i had to cut there for was time. a lot
7: of grossness but one of those fucking crazy broads after this whole video of you know wait which one uh it was the it, it wasn't the one teaching them it was the
0: the blonde one
7: who was experimenting? Which kind of looked it. like
0: Uma Thurman, like a feminist yeah. Uma Thurman. But she yeah. was like a
2: little hot. She wasn't the ugly one covered a in tattoos. A little bit. Right? Yeah, a okay.
7: little, little bit. A yeah.
2: touch hot. I know the one you're talking about. No, the blonde she...
0: one is not. No, I just No, but yeah,
2: like I mean, she's not like the tatted one with the brown hair that's teaching. Yeah, you that. she
0: wasn't the worst. Right. Or she like wasn't the, the super no.
2: dyke, the other chick. No, it wasn't no, either one no, of no, one.
7: absolutely okay. not. Well, what she said was at one point they were talking. Since you, you know, you Brent mentioned the chunks already. I'm gonna, you know, you know, the door's open. She at one point had said, "You know, it was stringy like spit," and then yeah. she says, Stringies "I can handle or I can handle any bodily functions, but I cannot handle spit. I can't even date someone oh, yeah, yeah. with a juicy mouth. Yeah. I'm sorry." So, so, so a bodily function, saliva, that every person on the planet has—that's the line for you, you crazy.
0: I mean, That's right? Insane. Like, by her the logic,
2: mouth is too wet, but I'm gonna right. paint with my vaginal blood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I
8: just
0: guess like, I didn't I, think of it in that way. That that no, like I, I, a a suggesting. too wet of a kiss would be grosser to her than painting with her own menstrual blood.
8: Oh abs-
7: my god! Abs- absolutely. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I actually watched it twice. I'm like, did she just? really say like this would be a deal breaker in a relationship?
0: The other thing I had to cut out too, and I think as soon as we were off air, I can't remember if it was that conversation that we had. As soon as we were off air, was it Roaming Millennial? Was it you who asked how did they collect it?
2: It was Roaming Millennial. And then she she was telling us about her army friend that uses this cup.
0: (laughs) Probably revealing like, secret information of hers. but
2: Oh, no, no. Women have these like, I, I don't know anybody that actually use them. They're like not typical yeah. collection devices, but it's like a pad. Yeah, it wasn't
0: about her. It was about her friend. Yeah. But yeah. that's but, how they
2: collected it for the video. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: Well, no, it was like a suction cup thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like a diagram. <laughs> and there was like five
0: minutes in the video. Yeah, it's like a little suction yeah, cup yeah. and they explain how they did it for like five minutes. And when I was editing it, I was really annoyed because I was like, all right, I get it. You extracted the blood, I just wanna see the painting. I don't care how you got it in the jar. I just wanna see the painting.
2: That's the worst thing that you've ever made me watch, ever. (laughs)
0: it's it's a tough bar to clear like i was telling you before we went live so uh i'm now you know people know that surprise cringe is fun i did get another surprise cringe link on twitter today that i think is worthy but it's probably not up to that bar i don't know no, that we're what, ever gonna what, clear what is that, that bar though?
2: i mean like I, that might I, even I, top scatological stuff
0: yeah that that yeah. bar
7: i mean you've you, you're really. Up there. Said, I mean, <laughs> this is like Olympic champion levels cringe bar that you. Yeah, with I mean, any bat.
0: further, any further, and you're basically at two girls, one cop. I mean, oh, the line between, God. the line did, did between that, that. Oh yeah, I've watched that.
2: So
0: did I. Stand you watch that? I I never brought myself to
7: do it. I,
0: I think it's, everyone it's the should.
2: discussing No, why? It's the most. <laughs> because
0: disgusting you should know internet. what you should know, like what the world is capable of. That's the, it's the same reason I watch ISIS videos and other things. I, I want would to know rather watch what, an
2: ISIS beheading video than watch two girls one cup again. I have a
0: pretty tough stomach. Like it's rare that I see an image that makes me want to throw up. But and, and I watched it when it came out, which is like ten years ago now, nine yeah. ten years ago. I can't even think about. I was honestly, like, gagging watching Two Girls, One Cup. And for I, the people you know, that have seen, seen Two Watch Girls, that. One Cup, the moment that does it for me, and if you remember, Blonde, it's, it's the part with the teeth, like, in between <laughs> the teeth. <laughs> 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 That's where I about lost it, and, and I haven't watched it since
2: it was the mouth transfer stuff that was yeah
0: on. yeah it, it was yeah it's when wow, it got mouthy
2: real discussing and i blame you i mean i, I didn't ask <laughs> well, for
7: this. you know i mean I, as i was coming in matt said you know i need something to cheer me up and i had a couple of things i wanted to talk i'm like well i know where i have to go so yeah. i you know the 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 cringe from sunday truly was matt's Christmas to end all Christmases. So uh, I I figured we, I I, I couldn't,
0: I know I said it already on the show, but I could not believe it when I saw this linked on social media, I thought this cannot be real. Yeah. This cannot be real. I have to be being tricked or deceived or trolled by some parody or satire. It's, it's not. And And Roman millennial was right. They are the like Buzzfeed staff people. They, yeah, they do all kinds of other videos.
7: Just the, the cuckiest of cuck guys about, oh, oh I know. this is so wonderful. And just yeah. bringing out the discussion. Remove the stigma.
2: Was, yeah. yeah, did you see that one guy in the tight little white shirt that was straight? Yeah. yeah. But he was like Unlike, a little on the border. He was like all glasses. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's, it's the stigma from yeah. the like the, the, like They got their the little wishbone
0: arms of, that you could snap off. Sam just <laughs> <to show> hipsters. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I actually feel a lot better. Thank you.
0: First time, two um,
2: girls, one cup. Is Now I just feel,
0: feel a little better? sick, but yeah, I'm not sad.
7: <laughs> and 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 real quick before before I I you know I let you go on to the next one, blonde. I know you said you know you, you, with Star Trek Next Generation. Have have you ever checked out Stargate?
2: I have not, but I I'm kind of it's like my only sci-fi, and so people tell me to watch different sci-fi all the time, and I never do because I just don't want to cheat on the Next Generation. I don't even like any other Star Trek really yeah i won't even wow. watch deep space nine i'm like you guys are stationary and enterprise you, i'm like a chick is in charge of this no deal
0: i am probably asked you before do you not watch star wars
2: no i watch star wars you know oh, okay
0: i was gonna say
2: and shit. It's, it's not once the next you move generation.
0: to idaho we could we we could go to the next star wars together you probably won't be in idaho by the next the next one but when the han solo one comes out we could go to that one Deal. Deal. <laughs> yeah because uh well i i shouldn't say this because I haven't given Star Trek a fair chance, but the idea that Star Trek could be the next generation
2: and skip seasons one and two, they're fucking worthless. Yeah, seasons
0: one or two are are wicked. Real
2: bad. Yeah, because that's before Gene Roddenberry got involved, but seasons three through six are really solid. Seven's a bit spotty.
7: I mean, seasons one and two are like like early YouTube level. Yeah, but
2: that episode, (laughs) The Naked Now, where they all get that like weird virus that makes them drunk and data banks, Tasha Yar. That episode's hilarious. And then season two, episode like six is measure of a man. And that's a good episode too.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's right.
2: gotten yeah. out of
7: hand. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll have
0: to move on. But <laughs> uh, you, guys. You. Have
7: a great night guys.
0: Yeah. I hope, I hope the surprise cringe this week will, uh, will at least be worthy oh, of some I'm entertainment, excited. but don't get your hopes up anyway. <laughs> Let thanks, me catch Sam.
2: up. With Super chat. Okay. okay. Bye Stan. Um, Jay Fry, $2, Fuck you, Grandpappy Pedo. Oh, he, he must be Stan.
0: No, yeah, Grandpappy Pedo. <laughs> hey, it's River Gibbs's fault. It's not our fault. You no, know, right? Uh, Stan's bastard. not a
2: pedophile. For anybody that's actually thinking that he is. Uh, only according
0: to River Gibbs. Only according
2: yeah. to River Gibbs. Yeah. Uh, Liberative five dollars. Deep Space Nine is the best, and the captain is black, not fat. No, but on Enterprise, it's a woman. Or is it Voyager? One of the two. There's a there's yeah, a don't chick ask captain. Me. Um and stationary doesn't hurt best war scenes of any series okay maybe if i need to like scratch that star trek itch and i get really burned out on the next generation which is never going to happen but you know it's about exploration exploration of the universe not staying stationary
0: you're talking gibberish to me
2: good this is like <laughs> you talking about sports or video yeah. games or cars uh dave s two dollars you should try it next blunt next month blonde chunk art i I want to give that two dollars back screw you (laughs) Um, it is
0: the chunks the chunks were the uniquely gross part of that and they reference it all the time several times i'm gonna use the chunks for the chocolate chips oh that's a great idea
2: how long it's gonna be until i can have cookies back again
0: oh i had chips ahoy i think uh like today No, no. no big deal
2: Black magic $2. Crowder's Bob Ross parody is brilliant. I actually haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that yet either. I know he revised Bob Ross to do a period blood painting. I think he posted that on Monday. Oh, so really? I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I, I saw it was posted. I haven't watched it yet. Uh,
2: Jay Fry, $2. Uh, I've made blonde watch worse. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. And then Black Magic $2. Scatological equals scat. Shit plus logic equals feminist. Social justice warriors. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you all for... All right donations we are caught up
0: steven's up next hey what's up steven
1: hey i'm gonna let matt talk this week
0: oh okay
1: yeah here he is yeah uh sorry i i'm not figuring out the whole you know discord and stuff like yeah that. yeah so anyway anyway um so i have a few questions uh yeah, um, okay, well, it is one. But, uh, uh, when? Okay, this is mostly for blonde. Uh, when you are getting married, is Matt Mahad, and yes, this is what I call the other man, is he invited to your wedding? Or, Matt, are you able to go to her wedding?
0: You're, you're putting us on the blonde, spot.
1: <laughs> and, and blonde... Uh, me and Steven are a big fan of yours, and yours too, Matt. But was just wondering if you could FaceTime or Skype the wedding. Yes. <laughs> P.S. <laughs> Blonde, you are lucky. Wink, wink.
2: <laughs> um, let's see. I am. We've decided that we're going to elope in uh, Central Park in New York, and then we're going to launch from there to our three-week. Tour of China and Japan and Singapore for our honeymoon. And so uh we're going to spend all the wedding money on the honeymoon. So nobody's coming oh. to the wedding, like not even my parents. Oh. But I Which would is, it, it's,
0: it works out cool because it works out great because I don't want to hang out anyway. So, you <laughs> Matt know. Matt doesn't <laughs> want
2: to be my friend. You know, he just doesn't. Um,
0: no. Um, well, no, I shouldn't hijack it. I was going to say. I would go to your wedding if you wanted me to. I, w- I would. However, and this is, not a shot at, this is not a shot at you. This is a shot at weddings. I fucking hate weddings. I hate going <laughs> That's to That's why
2: them. we're eloping. Nobody likes them. Yeah. And they're so expensive. And I don't know. But, but I did actually think about FaceTiming some of it. Or uh, live streaming a little bit of oh, it. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. But so I, I would... And I, and I don't know if it. you made him to. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, But but then the other question was about the, the FaceTiming of... Wait, so was your question FaceTiming of Blonde's wedding? Or maybe I misunderstood? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, although is although it? my fiance was like, um, no work during those few weeks. Like no work on the yeah. wedding, no That's work when you get on fired. the
1: honeymoon. <laughs> so I don't know, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Cause uh, I mean I I've seen, you know, other people that I know on uh not Twitter, but you know, Facebook that have gotten married and you know, they kind of not Facebook, but kind of shown pictures of Facebook be the before and after and stuff. like that. And and I think it was pretty cool, you know, Hmm. to show the viewers of the wedding. And I thought, you know, it would be pretty cool. And I wouldn't have to feed anybody.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's the future of this sort of thing. I guess I hadn't really thought about that.
2: Oh, my gosh. Am I going to end up live streaming my wedding? Yeah, just live stream
0: your wedding and then everyone can super chat you and you don't have to worry about, you know, buying gifts and all that crap. This is this is the future. Actually, you're onto something. I hadn't thought of this. No, uh, if we can't figure out like teleportation technology, this will just be how we do these things. It'll just all be done. Yeah. I think that's what I've always wondered. I always think about technology and stuff. And I'm like, what's the, like the thing we haven't figured out that we really need to figure out, like what's going to be the next thing that when I'm going to say, when I'm a grandpa and I say little Johnny or whatever my grandson's name is, when I was a kid, we didn't even have X, Y, or Z, but he's going to have teleportation. That's what I think. You're going to be able to travel, you know, instantaneously to anywhere.
2: We'll see about that matter energy transport. I don't know.
0: There's physicists who can figure it out, not me.
2: Oh, boy. That's a good idea, though. I like it. No extra costs, but then I could invite, technically, like a million people to my wedding. Good thinking.
1: Yeah. That's a good thing.
4: (laughs) Yep. All
0: right. Well, it's good Uh, to talk to you, man. You're always kind of uh, like in the background or like coming home from work or whatever else, so um, we appreciate you and Steven supporting the show and hanging out and, you know, all the... All the tweets and all the all the all the images and art and all the cool <laughs> stuff that you sent us.
1: Yes, and thank you for that last video.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, the about California? Or are you talking about something else?
1: Or no, the period blood. Or- oh, oh, yeah. You yes. want to talk about period blood?
2: <laughs> Those reactions will live al- live forever. Yeah. In infamy. Instant
0: classic, I guess. Yeah. Trouble yes. is, you can never, Colin. you can never live up to it again. You know? now it's like I can't recreate it. <laughs> you totally
2: shout your wad. I know.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Thank you. Thanks, Matt, and say, right. uh, say goodnight right. to Steven for us too. All
1: right, Matt. Bye. Appreciate
0: it. All right. What is, what's uh, we got on super chat? Uh,
1: yeah,
2: for a while.
0: Okay. Now we uh we can get through some um non-patron callers. We got time, so let's. Holy let's super- shit! Really? Yes, which is good. So let's try to be quick. Enlightened Despot. You're good to go. Okay, we'll let him hang out for a second. I shouldn't presume gender. We will let that person hang out. I know Kekestani. a three peak
2: faggot has taught us anything.
0: Yeah, Kekistani. You're good. Hey, to go. how's it going? What's up, man?
4: Uh, yeah, long week, but besides that, all right. How about you?
0: And bon. Doing okay. Oh, uh, do you have your? Do you have um? I'm just getting a little bit of echo off you. Actually, it's not that bad. Never mind. You're probably good.
4: All right, that's good. Is a uh, blonde in there too? Yeah. Oh, hey, blonde. How are you doing? Good. How are you? How are you? All right. So, uh, this. Is, um, this. Is, I just want to talk about a topic. I keep forgetting to talk about. Okay. <laughs> week after week. Um. So, uh, I, I got inspired to talk about this by Hoovian because his name. I'm. I'm a big Doctor Who fan, and that's mm. usually what that name means.
0: Yeah. I don't know the reference. I'm actually, I, it's, it's new to me. Yeah. It
4: it just means someone who's a fan of Dr. Who. Cause. Okay. But uh, anyway, so like this new season is really seems to have like social justice undertones, especially since one.
1: I've heard
0: that. Yeah. What is the show? Can you give me like a 15 second? Doctor
4: Who is a science fiction uh, TV series about a time traveler. Okay. uh, And, uh, each episode is usually different, but it's usually has like a interconnected plot with them. Uh, anyway, uh, so one of the episodes, um, the, the doctor is like the main character guy literally says like uh, stuff about uh, capitalism being wrong and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, the second main character in this season, I think, is a gay black lady. Uh like and that that's like a major part of the show right now. It's kind of awkward.
2: Oh man. They had yeah. to go for the diversity hire.
4: Yeah. Um, like everyone before her was like a whiter a dude, except for one black girl, but she was just like a normal black girl, wasn't like a gay black girl or anything like that. Not that it's really a problem, but it's it's kinda of just like pushed in the face the entire time.
2: It's distracting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no,
4: it's not only like that, but like Um, there's like, oh, uh, you should, you should go find a guy you like. And she's like, uh, well, you see, (laughs) and I'm, it's kind of cringeworthy. Yeah.
0: I don't know about that show, but anytime there are examples of characters in fiction who are clearly there to check boxes where it's like, okay, you're the, you're the gay character. You're the black female character. You're this, you're that. And they're only there because of the identity box that they check it's really annoying not because i have anything against certain identities being in fiction but because i want characters who have depth beyond that and i think think anybody does it's annoying in video games it's annoying in movies it's certainly annoying in this show if if you if you're feeling that way um i don't know i just I don't know who, who, it, who it appeals to because I don't know anyone who thinks that's great. I and mean, the thing that bugs me is they're always saying in the context of video games, oh, well, players love to have characters that they can identify with. And it's like, I, what? I like playing Tomb Raider. I think that's a great game. And I don't identify with Laura Croft. Laura Croft is a hot chick.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, and- yeah. I identify as triangle boobs
0: yeah or back, yeah back when the geometry was not advanced enough to give her the uh attractive physique she now has today back when yeah back when everything was very pointy um, oh wait, that was, that was
4: the, I think the triangle boobs was a feminist issue,
0: yeah yeah, I don't know, I mean, maybe it's my cis white male privilege <laughs> talking, but I've never cared if the the protagonist looks or acts like me, I just care that it's a compelling character
4: yeah that's that's very true like i I would have no problem if. She was just there and I, I i don't know, but it, it just keeps being pointed out. Oh, she's gay. She's gay. She's gay. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of get it. And yeah. again, like, like you said, it feels like it's one of those checkbox type things. Pretty irritating.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll let you go, but I appreciate yeah. your thoughts.
4: No problem. Nice talking name. to you again.
0: Yep. Um, let's see. We had, enlightened despot drop out that might have been accidental but actually i don't see in oh no the person is still hanging out so enlightened despot you're free to chime in whenever you like if you're able to get your mic going otherwise history man is up next history man there we go history man are you there yes i'm
8: right here thank you so How's much for uh, bringing me on it's i've been trying to get on for a very yeah. long time thanks for and, your uh, patience <laughs> anytime i'm always always happy to be on and uh in the interest of full disclosure i was the one who sent you that uh, question last week about the second civil war about oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay yeah and i just wanted to I, I heard your uh your takes on it especially like how blonde uh you you nailed the head at the you hit the nail on the head when you described like antifa probably wouldn't be Uh, The first to do it, because a lot of these people wouldn't be caught anywhere near a gun. But I actually wanted to just uh, quickly give some uh, some thoughts about this. So now that I've given him time to think, you know, if anything, if a second civil war does come about, probably what's going to happen is that it's not going to be be between the left and the right. It's most likely going to be between the left and itself. Um, Hmm. And you you probably know this better than anyone because you've been covering it for so long. But the fact is the left has become so wrapped up in identity politics, not just along class or societal lines, but along racial lines, along sexual lines, uh, along any kind of line that you can think of, that before the civil war even starts happening, they would be killing each other before they start killing people on the right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like at the camp. At their actual army base yeah. or whatever they have? Yeah, sure. Yeah,
8: like uh, probably they'd be too busy arguing like uh, what kind of form a government should be once they've taken over. And uh, this is something I actually laid out in my letter to you, that this is very similar to uh, what happened in Spain in the 1930s during the, their civil war, hmm. which is that the Spanish Republic um, was governed by what they called... A popular front, which is essentially like a loose alliance of communists, socialists, uh, moderate democrats, even like uh, the fringes like anarcho-syndicalists, anarcho-communists, etc. And but because the the differences were so irreconcilable, they yeah. couldn't work together. <clears throat> they couldn't put up a decent front against the the military rebellion. The people like Franco and the nationalists on this side that the republic basically imploded before they could put up a decent fight against the, uh, yeah,
2: against and, uh,
1: Franco's and, fascists, and Coulter
2: yeah. talks about this a lot. Um, like the left, it's just an alliance built on political convenience, but it's like, think about who it is. It's like, Mexicans, black people, white, leftist, elitists, The only thing that they really have in common is they vote left, or they vote,
8: you know, they yeah, vote democratic. or that they hate Republicans. Or that they or hate, that they the hate Republicans,
2: right? But yeah, exactly. but like outside of that, like socioeconomically, they're not they're dissimilar. Um, they have no real fealty to one another outside of retaining the other one as, as a voting block. Um, oh yeah. And a lot of oh, these yeah. people uh, hate each other. Like I lived in Los Angeles, and like <laughs> the Mexicans and the Blacks, like
8: they were not
2: getting along. You know? Oh yeah. It, you we're you not probably... ever gonna make this work.
0: Yeah, Who's yeah. going to be like the last left? Like if
8: the LA riots are any indication, yeah. Like identity George politics Soros. never. Yeah, identity well,
0: I, th- politics I think I think R two Dindu actually, because <laughs> she's like the one who has all the ch- all the boxes, you know. Yes, Nobody. Right, she can right. claim to be oppressed by everybody, assuming yeah. she's
2: minority yeah. too.
0: She's black, disabled. Yeah. I think she might be trans. <laughs> and if she's trans, she can probably ca- claim to be gay of some kind.
2: Oh. A gay black just... chick in a wheelchair. You're yeah. right. You
0: beat that. The last yeah. leftist. She's gonna be the last person. She's like, uh, I don't know. I can't yeah. think of a good fictional reference, but you know, yeah. she's like sitting atop the throne while the rest of the kingdom just slaughters itself. That sort of thing.
8: <laughs> she's like the queen of uh, the queen of the victim hierarchy.
0: Yeah, but George
2: Soros has, you know, limitless funds and he can just get people to act at his I need to
0: learn more about George Soros. He's a real
2: piece of shit. Well, I just always,
0: it just, he He always seems like the blame all, like the universal blame all. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying I don't know enough about him. No, he
2: directly funds several leftist organizations.
8: Yeah, like Black Lives Matter is directly uh, Related to him. To, to him. A lot of these And a lot yeah, of, these, and and a lot of the, the Antifa groups, a lot of the anti fascist uh, groups get funding from uh, organizations that in turn get funding from uh, people like, like George Soros. So, do we know what interest he
0: he has in it other than he's just a he's just a globalist is there something
8: well i think it's more a matter that uh, I, I mean in some ways i think it's just that he, he genuinely believes in this in this idea of a globalist society but mm-hmm. also because a lot of it is he he kind of thrives off chaos it makes him money there it's just a mm-hmm. uh, pure cynical uh, profit for him yeah and that so- probably
2: has something to do with him getting a bunch of jewish people killed when he was a child yeah, Which like I, he
8: was a collaborator wait, for the what?
0: Nazis when he was a he, kid. He yeah. was a
2: Nazi collaborator when he was like 11 or 12, and he was taxed.
0: Yeah, he's like, that old? He lived,
8: yeah, he's, he's in that his old. 90s, he lived right? In, or late yeah, 80s? Yeah, he lived at least. in Hungary uh, during the Second World War. And, and he helped uh,
0: course, the Nazis hunt the Jews?
8: Yeah. Yeah, like he was, a, I can't remember exactly, <laughs> wow. but he was like a government worker. He worked for Miklos Horty, who was like the premier of Hungary at the time. And, of um, course and he, he would just turn in Jews for
2: slaughter, like directly.
8: I mean, he, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's got to yeah, do something also,
2: to you psychologically.
8: Yeah. Mm. Also getting back to quickly getting back to the second civil war thing. I, I won't keep you too long, sure. but um, what uh, we're not even talking about, like how in Spain, the left had its own problems, but those were just based on uh, differences about economic reform, class, etc. Nowadays, the differences are further amplified by the sexual orientation, sexual identity politics, racial identity politics and in fact I'd even venture to say like when it comes to people like antifa they'd even uh, they'd even divide themselves by what anime they watch and who they fucking ship so <laughs> it's like it's like i said they would start shooting each other before they start uh, even considering opening fire on the oh, on yeah. the on the right and on top of that If anything, uh, what's going to happen more likely is that all of these parties are going to splinter and uh, form their own factions. We're going to see kind of like a massive breaking up of the two-party system. And this is actually something that Styx has talked about in some of his previous videos. You should bring it back on, by the way. Great guest.
0: I think Um, we're going to soon. (laughs) Okay, please ask him about this then. Uh, please, because okay. I'd love to. Or at least you will uh, we'll ask him if he wants to come back. I can't. I can't guarantee sure. he wants to come I'll, back. Me, yeah, I, I,
2: sure. he'll, I think he'll yeah. be like, ah, oh, pass. Yeah.
8: Yeah. 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 Believe me, I'm sure he he would love talking with you guys. I know I did. I loved seeing you guys going back and forth. But I would venture to say that probably what happens is that uh, the Civil War is going to be more. It's going to be less fought with bullets and more fought with ideas, and it's more along the lines of. The Democratic Party is essentially going to splinter into several factions. You have the neoliberals, people like Nancy Pelosi, Barbara Boxer, Chuck Schumer, etc., still trying to maintain their hold over the party, uh, while at the same time facing this upswell of progressivism from people like Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and so forth. And what's going to happen uh, in the next couple cycles, I, I predict that probably by 2020 or 2024, the Democratic Party will have splintered into at least three different factions. You'll have the oh. neoliberal faction led by Pelosi. You'll mm. have the progressive faction led by either Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. Or you could timeless. even have a Yeah. He's not timeless yeah of course assuming assuming bernie sanders is still alive assuming nancy yeah. pelosi is still alive even all of these people are so yeah funny. she's
0: a lot she i forget how old she is but she is actually really nancy old pelosi? even though she yeah. doesn't look that old she she's very well, like old like
2: the crip keeper what the fuck are you talking about well
0: yeah. i'm I'm saying what i I forget i looked it up recently i forgot what it is but it's way older than i thought
8: <laughs> she like is too old to be in congress essentially <laughs> and also a yeah. full disclosure she's I like used mccain to old and, uh, she's like 77 yeah also, I used either. to live in her district before I came out uh, to where I live now, by uh. the way. So, yeah, you can tell, you know, how I, I feel about her. But uh, Does she have like, all
0: of San Francisco or is it just like a certain part?
8: I think it's the city center, essentially. Yeah, okay. Uh, along with Marin County, which is where I used to live. Yeah. Um,
2: well, she looks but, pretty uh, good for 77, I guess. That's what I'm saying.
0: I wouldn't have guessed. I would have guessed potential. like 65. 65. Yeah. Yeah.
8: yeah. Yeah, But go anyway. back to your grandchildren. But yeah, yeah. like uh, if uh, if the Democratic Party splinters, it's going to be the neoliberals, progressives, possibly a socialist faction led by Bernie Sanders, assuming he's still alive. Or failing that, you could even see like the Green Party fill the void and uh, sweep up a lot of those progressives. Because actually, this is also something Sticks talked about. Um, a lot of the people who refused, uh, a lot of the Bernie bros who refused to vote for Hillary Clinton, a lot of them voted for Jill Stein. Uh, not many people, I don't remember exactly the percentage, but it was a split between uh, people who voted uh, for Bernie, uh, uh, Bernie Bros who voted for Trump just to spite Hillary. Or people who just voted for Jill Stein and were just like, fuck both of you, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. And uh, this is, and again, like if the Democratic Party splinters or even if the Republican Party splinters, which granted, it, I think it's less of a less of a chance to do. But you could potentially see a lot of the uh, smaller parties like the Libertarians, the Greens, Constitutionalist Party potentially sweep in and uh, gobble up a, lo- a lot of these uh, a lot of these. Uh, uh, voters, that uh, people are going to be cast out into the political wilderness, so to say.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, that's going to be, it's going to make it almost impossible to defeat Republicans, so.
0: I am, uh, I am readily <laughs> available to the Libertarian Party whenever you get your act together and stop nominating Gary Johnson. Oh, what we about that open out.
2: border shit? What are you going to do about that?
0: Well, that's, that's the other problem. Um, one guy I'd yeah, like to talk to the with who people. seems pretty available is Austin Peterson. He talks to a lot yeah. of people. And I actually like that guy a lot, except for I don't think I have common ground with him on immigration stuff.
2: Except that is like the issue.
0: It's, it, no it, it is important. It is important, it's but
2: the most important thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's the most important to what me, is but more it's more
2: important than that.
0: Uh, well, I, Bill of uh, Rights, Bill of have Rights, you, rights have issues, any I, free you speech stuff is more seen important guy, to me. Uh, Second Amendment is uh, more that. important to me.
2: Yeah, but if you so... have a country overrun with illegal immigrants, I mean, it, it's like, oh, cool, <laughs> yeah. nice Bill of Rights, anyway. <laughs> it really protected right. you.
8: I mean, the, the, the libertarians, I do grant you, and this is something Styx has also said, again, another reason you should bring him back on. Uh, but he, Sticks did say that, you know, the Libertarian Party really did shoot themselves in the foot by nominating someone like Gary Johnson, who, let's face it, wasn't really a Libertarian to begin with. He no, was just and well, he's that just happened. too
0: goofy. Like, no. I, even if I he's he was just too goofy. The
8: best way I can describe him is that he is just a social justice warrior who thinks that you should be allowed to smoke weed.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he got when he got triggered by Guy Benson saying um, what calling yeah. them undoc uh, no, uh, calling the them illegal immigrants. immigrants. Yeah.
8: yeah, that was more cringy than when he said, what is Aleppo? I swear sort to of fucking <laughs> it God. It was, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, anybody, well, anybody could have been a better libertarian candidate than him. Even fucking John McAfee would, would have been a better yeah. libertarian candidate for him. For all the crazy shit he's done. But anyway, yeah. that's all I wanted to say. Thank you guys have, for so
0: having me
2: on. Thanks for calling. Yeah, of Bye. course. Thanks for your uh, Let me catch up on Super Chat. Okay. Uh, we'll do
0: Super Chat one more and then answer the question. Sound like a plan?
2: Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Spencer Servette, $2. Matt's not MGTOW. Wow. No, Matt, like, bangs, like, 50 new women every week.
0: Were you talking about me or call the... No, I'm you. not MGTOW. When have I ever been MGTOW? Never.
2: He's never been MGTOW.
0: Yeah, no. Um, no, I don't advocate MGTOW things at all. I think they're well, I just, I shouldn't say anything. Don't, well, otherwise, a bunch don't of MGTOW guys, guys will MGTOW. get don't triggered you, and come at me you. on Twitter. I think healthy MGTOW. relationships with them. women are great. I think <laughs> men should have them. I think they make you healthy. They're uh, coming
2: for you, man. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I you know it's controversial.
2: Stan, <laughs> uh, stand $2. I play video games to get away from reality. I hear that. Yeah. I, I don't know why I said that. I never play video games, but, but I understand the concept.
0: Fictional entertainment. Yeah.
2: There we go. Um. Aaron McAndrew, five dollars. Of course, tell stories with different people in them, but it has to be genuine and serve the plot. Don't just sandwich it in. Uh, that must be about video yeah. games too. Agreed. Yeah. Um. the mediocre, two dollars. Ron Paul, twenty twenty. P.S. <laughs> Johnson wasn't too bad in two thousand and twelve. Ron Paul is also so old.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know how old he's he got. We'll...
2: He's got to be like in his he's up there he's
0: mccain is like my threshold you know no is he he mccain age because that's too old that's too old yeah
2: (laughs) um cindy rochelle higgins five dollars the right is divided as well do not get complacent that is a good point That's kind of true yeah that is true boom baby bane of my existence one of these days i'm gonna block this piece of shit uh two dollars a good show i'm officially requesting a wrench never you will never Get a wrench. I don't
0: know this person. Why? Why? What? What's the source of annoyance? Well, Is he's it?
2: just always fucking Shit posting. He's the guy that we that paid us twenty dollars to show our feet. Oh,
0: okay, it. okay, I see.
2: Yeah, and I regret that.
0: Well, thank you for supporting the show. You regret <laughs> showing your feet. Did anyone get a screen capture? I don't know. There's you know, still an archive that of that channel.
2: Crystal, okay. um, I can't, I can't say her last name. Uh, you know, our, our Twitter. Oh yeah, friend. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like a bad view of my foot like they look all bony and like you can see my butt. nobody's
0: feet are hot okay i'm sorry nobody's feet are are gross well i'm I'm thinking about the topic of um forcing characters into fictional settings in which they don't fit or just forcing characters to fit boxes to check there was one i wanted to talk to you about because it's hilarious so the new call of duty that's coming out in the fall is set in a world war ii setting and of course that's very that creates a lot of um, sticky spots if you're trying to recreate, you know, Nazi armies in today's political setting. So they, what they've decided to do is that in the single-player story mode, they're going to be kind of historically authentic. So things like swastikas will be in there. You won't have R2 Dindus fighting for the German army. But because they care about, you know making sure that you can create a character that reflects you in the multiplayer, which is what the vast majority of people play all the time. You know, you get on and you get joined with your friends and you, you are on one team and you fight against a bunch of other guys on the other team. That will be set up as a team of Americans against a team of Germans. And you, and there will be no swastikas anywhere because they said that doesn't, that doesn't fit within what they want for the game. And you can be, A black female Nazi. What? I'm gonna do it. I mean, I'm gonna play that way. (laughs) Everyone's gonna do that. I know. It's gonna be nothing but armies of black female Nazis. Nice Nice. going, guys.
2: You really (laughs) circumvented that one. Yeah.
0: Nice, good job. Great. just. I I love that that is where we're at in the social justice and video games now is just an entire internet full of black female (laughs) Nazis coming in the fall. None of which have swastikas on them. Oh, they just yes. have the rest of the German army outfit. You know, sounds
2: like Seattle. Are yeah. they lesbians too?
0: Probably. Let's um, uh, let's see if Bruce uh, is. Wait, I'm not seeing Bruce... super chat. Okay, well, Bruce, uh, you're you're gonna go for last call. So just hang on a second, and then we'll get to you.
2: Uh, stand two dollars. Need battle royale movie reference with social justice warriors. Uh, Black magic $2. George Soros makes the Koch brothers look like angels hmm. and uh drunken Denver $5. This is why the left pushes intersectionalism as much as they can. Um, I presume that that was in response to the civil war question. Ah, yeah. All right. Now we're caught up.
0: Okay. Bruce, you're going to get last call if you're good to go. Cool. Yeah. Um,
9: so how's you guys' week been?
0: Eh. I'm doing all right. There's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about this week. I can't really decide what I want to talk about, which is always nice there, is. Uh, there are some CNN weeks all day yeah well i'm kind of saving that for sunday i figure well, yeah we'll go yeah into... on sunday yeah.
2: isn't that what you were talking about
0: uh well there's a lot more there's just, i don't know there's a lot of good stuff sometimes sometimes you're trying to set out stuff to talk about for the week at least i am and i'm like all this stuff sucks this is all really boring so i kind of stress like trying to put it together but anyway how's your week it's uh
9: it's been good i mean yeah uh yeah so i live in portland i I was on Ah. a couple weeks ago and um you know portland is it's getting harder to live here every day but um anyway i'm not sure if you guys have spoken about this yet but uh bill c16 in canada i think that's on its way to becoming law
0: is that the gender pronouns one or the islamophobia one it's gender pronouns yeah i'm not sure if you
9: guys have talked about that yet it doesn't sound like it
2: no, we haven't. No. but I'm familiar. I've been watching Jordan Peterson uh, regarding regarding the bill, and then I saw Theron Meyer um speak to it and some other people. so i'm, I'm you know, somewhat familiar,
9: yeah.
0: I mean yeah, my I, understanding I just, is so I've been, can, can you ahead. give me like a fifteen second recap of it? My understanding is you're you're going to be required to use pronouns people want you to use or else face some sort of punishment.
9: Just make. Uh, gender pronouns if you misgender someone that's considered hate speech okay so now it's it's basically a hate crime now if you are to not acknowledge someone's gender or you know perhaps you just don't even know it and you call them he or she Not yeah. knowing what they identify as in their brain, I mean, how can you possibly? Well, that's what know? I was going
0: to ask. Is there room for negligence in the law? If I, <laughs> you know? I'm surely they, there's a difference between premeditated misgendering <laughs> and <Yeah>. negligent <laughs> misgendering. Uh, I would assume, right? I, but, I,
9: I have no idea. The thing is so poorly written. Um, I, <laughs> I've, like, like you, Blon. I've, I've watched pretty much all of Jordan Peterson's videos as much as I can get my hands on, and um, just the. That man's intellect is, is unreal. I mean, it's
2: incredible. He's, he's like up there with Hitchens. He's a brilliant mind, brilliant mind. I've just watched all of his videos, like just consume them voraciously. It's given me a lot of really helpful life advice. Like the one about cleaning your room. That video I've watched like three times
9: now. What's his
0: quote? If you can't keep your room clean, what business do you have telling other people how to live or something like that? (laughs) Something like that yeah
9: right in his main philosophy is clean yourself up first and then start taking on the world you know which which is really powerful
0: and certainly when i adopted that attitude in my life a few years ago everything started everything got better better. yeah Yeah.
2: exactly
9: for me they make you you know if if you have one sock that's unfolded in your drawer you know you get penalized for it because it really it, it it sets a model for your mind right it's 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 really shaping how you think, and if your thinking is orderly, then you yourself and your actions are going to be orderly. Um, but anyway, I've just been neck deep in this transgender stuff, trying to make sense of it. Um, and the more I study, you know, feminism, transgender, um, even even gay rights, it, it it really is all connected, and it really all goes back to postmodernism and and ultimately socialist Marxism. Um, and it's just, it was mind blowing to me to see how all this stuff just connects and how it all comes back down to identity. That's what it all comes down to. Yeah. And who is a part of this identity is a part of, I'm not sure if it's either laziness or if it is entitlement, but is this just a result of a prosperous, wealthy country that hasn't hmm. seen war on its mainland in 200 Oh, I think less than that, 180 years, Civil War, um, not having to really fight for anything for a long period of time that we have this, these people who are now complacent mentally uh, yeah. and physically. I mean, is this just a result of being prosperous? And if so, how how do we even start to go about fixing that or preventing it in the first place? without ourselves becoming authoritarian well you know?
2: uh stephen Maligny's presentation on the fall of rome it's like 3 hours long but it's easily his best video but he talks a lot about this and how um there was there was gender bending and promiscuity yeah. and and things like that at, at the end of the the roman empire and so i think that this is kind of a it's like a you know, testosterone it's necessary for war it's necessary for protection and when that is no longer necessary Then I think that the element of testosterone is no longer necessary. And then people no longer really need it for a reproductive strategy either. And so there really is no necessity and that will be corrected when there's another wartime period. We can't act like that's never going to happen again. I mean, do people think that we've like found the solution to world peace? No. I mean, just when the cycle repeats, all these people will either be bred out because they have poor reproductive strategies or they'll be killed in wars.
0: Such an interesting paradox that prosperity the world has never seen leads people to believe in their own oppression. Yeah. (laughs) So weird to think that if if you're attributing it to, and I think it's perfectly reasonable to say that, you know, when you don't have meaningful problems that you start to invent them because there's a lot of power in in being the victim and looking at the world in that dichotomy of oppressor and oppressed and bourgeois and proletariat and all that. Yeah. 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 And and I I think about the conclusion, right? The logical conclusion.
9: Is this cycle just going to keep happening? Is there going to be, you you know, where is all this going to go? What ultimately would put a stop? I'm not, I'm not sure if any of you two are are religious. I don't think, um, I don't think Matt, I don't think you are from what I remember. Um, But there eventually has to be a point where right is right. Wrong is wrong. Yeah. A- acknowledge that to some extent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying, I mean yeah. I've always,
2: I've always felt that this was cyclical and uh, the, that it was inevitable. There was nothing we could ever do to change this kind of cycle of war and strength and weakness. Um, but I heard an interesting point the other day, which is that the internet is totally unprecedented, and we've never had one source that contains all of the knowledge of history that will persevere in future generations that we know like with a lot of confidence will persevere in future generations. So we have no idea sure. how that's going to, how that knowledge and understanding is going to affect future generations. It's very possible um, that it has the effect that it breaks, it breaks this cycle. Uh, I'm not super optimistic because I understand yeah. more about human nature than I did before, but it's always not possible.
9: Either well the way i think about the internet is let's say you have a little rc you know boat with a little electric motor, motor and it's going very slowly and it occasionally will bump into the wall and you know it doesn't have a rudder right that's basically what humanity is we don't have a rudder um you strap a v8 engine on the back of that little rc car which i and it's going to start hitting the walls much harder um i don't know i i think that the internet is actually going to accelerate um are inevitable unraveling as a society. I could be wrong, but...
0: The internet is a great machine for degeneracy. I mean, we've seen that. <laughs> Look at the period blood video. A case in point in your thesis.
2: Why? Oh. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> you can't even that before would, have,
0: would Would a period blood painting ever have been broadcast to millions of people? <laughs> I, I have a confession a when I watch
9: your guys' on. video.
0: When I want to watch your guys'
9: video on Sunday covering that piece, I actually had to skip it. I, I just couldn't. <laughs> I, I just had to skip it. I, I, wanted I to hear couldn't your guys believe what I was seeing. I
2: to... No, I, I was so disgusted that like I don't even want to want to talk about it. We've spent so much time talking about it. I never will yeah. watch the whole thing. but
0: You should. You should. Why? Yeah. Cut, Why? Same reason you watch an ISIS video. You want to know what the world is capable of.
2: I know
0: you want to know know. what degeneracy looks like. That's why you do it. Yeah.
2: But just let me like live in a little bit of optimism. Okay. Just,
0: just a little (laughs) bit. You need to save, you need to hang on to every drop you got.
2: I know. You don't have to beat it out. of me. I know. There's already so little.
0: All right. We'll have to let you go, Bruce, but uh, thanks Thanks for your patience. Thanks for calling in. Thank you for having me again. Have a good night. Okay, we'll take one question uh, that we got emailed. Are we good on Super Chat or should you know, take Oh, uh, we got at- one
2: more, AK-47. Oh, we have two more. AK-47, uh, three more, sorry. AK-47 Let's, just, let's hold
0: them. Let's do the oh. questions first and then if any more, we'll just get them before we cool. take off. Uh, So I got this email from Dave. I believe this is the same Dave that we've seen in the Super Chat. So Dave hey, Dave, best? once again, I think so. I think so, but I, I might be a different Dave. Anyway, uh, I considered calling in on this question or calling in with this question on Wednesday, but... Didn't want to take up airtime, blah, blah, blah. Um, sorry, I should have edited out. Yeah, I should have just copied blah, in blah, just blah. the question. No, he's he's explaining himself, but it's not the question. Um, okay, as I listen to much of the commentary from the left, it seems as if they believe that the Constitution and those who support it uh, as a unit are nothing more than... to than a tyrannical mechanism to keep them from being free which in reality couldn't be further from the truth the only reason we are free is because of the document and those who support it in reality their vision typically one of communism would make them far less free word enacted so i don't think they feel free because of various self-imposed misconceptions um, I actually feel bad for them being so misguided so He is talking about, and this is exactly what I see, which is a lot of hostility toward the Bill of Rights values from people who are Marxists, basically. And I think he's exactly right that they don't believe in that because the, the Bill of Rights is very much an individual, it, it articulates individual values and yeah, individualism. Yeah. And when you believe in collectives and you believe in that dichotomy that we mentioned earlier of oppressor and oppressed, of course you don't care as much about individual values. What you want is equal outcome between right. two different distinct classes in society. So, so I, what
2: kind of person is going to be drawn towards socialism?
0: Uh, What kind of person? I mean, I don't know. Somebody that Me 10 years ago?
2: (laughs) Somebody that doesn't have faith in their individualism, but has faith in the collective bringing them up. It's always going to be somebody that's below the mean in intelligence or productivity. They have a low emotional IQ. It's going to be people that are just lesser.
0: Those people want to rely on the collective. When I bought into this stuff more or- viewed it with more legitimacy than i do now i guess the way that i would have viewed it in in maybe the economic sense is you know there's a certain i don't know how i would have explained it because i'm so far away from this now that i just don't see it anymore but um But what he's saying is they see communism as freedom. So what they see is a liberation from your oppressor, a liberation from the bourgeoisie, a liberation from the owners of the means of production who control everything and need you to work their meaningless jobs to make them richer. So if that was the way that the world worked, um, I can see why they think that communism is a path to freedom, because otherwise you're a slave slave. Uh, uh to the person not a slave necessarily if you're getting paid but you are kind of dependent upon the person who owns everything
2: but this but, isn't about freedom for most of these people it's about reliance yeah. it's about dependence and it's about extraction from people that are better off than you yeah. are yeah i guess I,
0: I guess when i was younger i probably would have thought that like for some people there is no amount of work or effort or thing or or anything they can do to advance themselves, you know, to, to heights. Maybe they themselves, maybe they themselves couldn't foresee. I guess what I'm saying is I I used to think there are kind of like permanent underclasses, you know, um, there are, maybe there are, I don't know. And maybe that's kind of, kind of what they're getting at with the, with their Marxist ideology. but, But, But
2: it's, but it's like, whose responsibility is it to make sure that permanent underclasses are Taken care of financially by the remainder of society. Is yeah. it, I mean, is that we, the responsibility we've, of everybody we've else? You've
0: said it before, and I, 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 maybe it's pie in the sky, and you know, I can't remember if you pushed back on me before or not. Um, but I do believe that almost everyone has some form of an exceptional talent. Almost everyone I know, almost everyone I know has an exceptional talent. Of some sort that they're that's very, really good at. I
2: shouldn't laugh at you. That's that's sweet.
0: And I don't mean that you're going to become the richest guy ever. I just mean that you have a talent that is probably going to be able to provide you with a livelihood if you make the most of it.
2: I don't know. Maybe I'm just cynical because I'm constantly surrounded by bums that have nothing to offer society.
0: Yeah, maybe I mean, we don't have a lot of those here. <laughs>
2: but like, but also there's selection bias in your friend group too. I mean, it's not like you're hanging out with like the drags of society. You wouldn't hang out with somebody like that. Uh, well, I mean,
1: you're like all the, of my friends. The counter that I would offer without getting too the counter I would offer without getting
0: too personal is I've had a lot of long-standing friends that were still friends by virtue of how long we've been friends, and we've made very different life choices. Um, and even those people who I think have made some terrible choices along the way still have something that they can maximize in their life to make themselves valuable to the economy okay. beyond just a slave to the to the boss.
2: Yeah, that being said, there is an underclass of people that no matter what they do, they will always be takers in society.
0: So, what do we do? What do we do about them?
2: I, mean, I talk about that in my video with homelessness. Like people that are drug addicted and schizophrenic, we can't expect them to become contributing members of society. Yeah, I
0: guess. Yeah. And I'm thinking more about the second type that you identified because that's been as I go down the path of red pilling, you know, the, the, the optimistic version of me, the young version of me, really believed that there, that given a chance to work hard and make something of yourself, that pretty much everyone would take that opportunity. And we needed to do a better right. job of providing good opportunities. And I've seen too many examples in the, in the past few years of just people who have perfectly great opportunity before them and for whatever reason they go, eh, no i'd rather just not i'd rather just not work hard i'd rather just not try hard i'd rather not aim high i'd rather just be a bum and that's kind of that mentality
2: made you leave the left people that stick around the left uh don't care about individualism
0: yeah yeah uh i i don't know that's i don't know if we're even answering this question fully but (laughs) it is an interesting concept of freedom and and certainly as i've evolved in my political outlook Freedom to me is a much more individual concept than it used to be. And it's not it's not a collective concept. Freedom to me means freedom for me and freedom for my family. And, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. and And I want my neighbor and my friends to have that same individual freedom. But I don't view us as some class at odds with another class in society. That's kind of what's changed in my outlook.
2: Yeah. and And the question was, do you feel free? And to follow, do you think those on the left feel free? And I think in America, there's a high standard for freedom. And so left or right, we're all going to be experiencing the same freedoms. All of us feel free. Um, That's not really applicable to other countries or previous socialist regimes.
0: Well, that's what terrifies me is because the freedom that I cherish the most is the freedom that you're observing right now or listening to later, which is the freedom to sit down and talk about whatever I want to talk about and for whatever reason people choose to listen, which is awesome to me. I love doing this. This, this is what freedom means to me. Yeah. And in the rest of the world, we, this is what's great about the U S. Um, as the rest of the world keeps chipping away at speech and hate speech becomes more of a thing. Speech has largely been largely been held intact in the U S. We saw it last week. Even I wanted to talk about this, but, um, Supreme court struck down that federal law that said, you can't trademark offensive oh, yeah. material, uh, offensive names, the slants was, was the, the slant? name of the band. <laughs> and it also applies to the Washington Redskins who now should be yeah. eligible to trademark their name. Um, but the, the key point of the, the case and Alito's um, Alito's decision is that there is no, that hateful offensive speech is not some exception category yeah. outside the scope of the first amendment. And Man, I, as I keep watching that that idea, that value get chipped away in other parts of the world, I'm really thankful that we've been able to hold it intact, and that's why it's really crucial that we get the right people right, in place.
2: It is the ultimate protection. I mean, yeah,
0: and and if I'm talking if,
2: I, when I was talking about immigration, I'm talking about like as far as issues right now. I think that that is of the utmost importance. But if we don't protect our constitutional values and our constitutional rights, we will have nothing. And, There'll be no country to immigrate and, to.
0: And as I get, because um, truth be told. Look, my my uh, my feelings toward the president continue to kind of slip a little bit. Like God, I'm really too. lukewarm on Trump. Yeah, but one thing worse, that I though. when I when I think about these issues and I think about what I'm so thankful to have as an American and what we've been able to hold intact as Americans, the fact that he puts the fact that he puts Gorsuch on the court and I can count on Gorsuch to preserve that. that yeah. If I can just count on him to preserve that, that's worthy of my vote. Regardless of any other issue, like I I feel so defeated because I'm like, please do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Just don't take don't diminish speech. Don't take away free speech. Don't set new exception categories. Preserve speech.
2: Yep. And that's where Ben Shapiro is right on every time.
0: Ben Shapiro is right on a lot of things. I'll I'll convince you. (laughs) No, I
2: mean... And he came out of this Laura Loomer thing smelling like roses. and Yeah.
0: Well, he was one of the dudes who's 100% right on it. And I, that's why I was like, thank you. Thank you for.
2: Well, it's because he defends speech. And that is the, the, ultimate, the yeah. ultimate goal uh, of his entire platform. And I, I can get behind that.
0: Yeah. I can Okay. Well, we should. Uh, so we, I can talk about this stuff forever. We obviously. got
2: a, like a million super chats. <laughs> okay.
0: We'll, we'll get through those and then we'll have to sign off.
2: Um, AK 47, your face, $5 Hear about some of that good old race realism controversy today from oh, people. Storm. Th- yeah.
0: Look, I just, I'm, I'm not going to talk. People are tweeting at me. I'm just, you yeah, can dude, go watch her video.
2: This is a creation of Spinosaurus can, and I'm yeah. not going to fucking jump. We down had somebody's our time with that because, because we've done, <laughs> yeah. Cause people have done, I actually wrote her a message today. I'm like, just, you know, just don't do anything for like a week and it'll be over. Yeah, it'll be over. Yeah. Um, Yoda economics, $5. Feminism ends where fixing the washer dryer begins. <laughs> <laughs> I see blonde and others like her as the strong women. I came in on period blood. Now I'm curious.
0: Oh well, you didn't. Maybe that person missed the missed the Sunday show. If you if you don't know the period blood reference, you need to check the end of Sunday's show. Do you though? But don't maybe. eat before doing it.
2: I don't. I don't think you guys need to watch. Don't check out <laughs> Sunday's. There's no reason. Um Meramantha $5. I was told relativism will be the death of logic back in high school. I believe it more and more now. By the way, love the show and Twitter video suggestions. Thank you so much for that. Thanks. Um, agreed. I, I'm saying this is increasingly problematic, and I remember hearing that when I was a child and being like, "Yeah." And now that I've seen, you know, the detrimental effects
9: of moral relativism. Yeah, I,
0: well, that's what I was talking about in the video I made today too. The, the in California, the moral relativism, where California is taking this stance against other states for their discriminatory LGBT laws, all the while advocating and rallying against Trump for the travel ban to import people from the six from these six predominantly Muslim countries where they kill gay people. I know. but they don't have any travel ban against. them them. In fact, know, they educate right? against the travel ban. And Moral relativism on, like, is no a disease.
2: Too. Yeah, they'll just hear that you're gay and they'll and they'll kill you. It's not like yeah. they're doing like extensive investigation. Well, the trial was fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the trial <laughs> was
0: fair. He was yeah. convicted by a jury of his peers after <laughs> intense <laughs> deliberation. Yeah.
2: Uh, Ron Ronson, $5. Thank you for that. Uh, Dave S, $2. It is me. That was his question. Thank you very okay. much, Dave Thanks, S. Dave. Joel Dykeman, $2. Marx was about leisure, not about freedom. Uh, David Howard, $5. Everyone That's excels at something in relation to their own skills. Not everyone excels in relation to the world. That's true. Hmm. That's true. Um,
0: <laughs> I like me. the dichotomy between leisure and freedom because some people might think those are the same things, you know?
2: Leisure and freedom? Yeah. Who would think that?
0: I don't know. I'm Marxist. <laughs> I guess.
2: In the next six minutes, two dollars. Here's Chris Reagan's two dollars because his super chat was broken. <laughs> like huh? that, Chris Reagan. Well, you
0: get Chris raygun $2 out of
2: your Chris
0: Reagan is living my dream with Lacey Green. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> what? Banging Lacey Green's your dream?
0: No, I've always I've always made jokes because back months ago I was like, look, I'll just say it. Lacey Green's attractive. So what? What are you gonna do about it? But now I feel like I have to have a, a beer with Chris Reagan and be like, dude, just tell me some stories.
2: Yeah, I know. And I can't like talk shit about her hot tits anymore either because <laughs> I'm all sympathetic to her and shit. And so I can't even whatever. Yeah. Fine.
0: Hey, they um, made it public. I don't have to feel bad for joking about it.
2: <laughs> fine. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Andrew, Anderson, $20. Thank you very much. No Thank note you. though. Uh, I appreciate it. Liberative $5, and this is the last one. I just had two regressive friends of mine argue vehemently against personal responsibility being step number one in fixing most problems. It's a mental... Yeah. How is that even... How do you solve any of your life problems without accepting personal responsibility?
0: I don't know. I um. And My, that's...
2: Beast my life was like in the gutter, and the only way I was going to fix things that if I was like, this is what's wrong with myself, this is what I need to change. How else could you even get anything done?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I look at feminism i look at black lives matter i look at every faction of the left and that is the common link that is the common flaw in every yeah. in every single group is never once and i'm not even saying you have to admit full personal responsibility that you are 100 fault at fault for everything that's wrong although maybe you'd go that far um what i'm saying is it's a as he said it's a great first step okay say, what yeah. could I have done to improve this situation? And maybe you couldn't have done everything to fix it fully. But there's probably something that you could have done better. And, and as I've said a million times, not everything got better in my personal relationships um, right. when I realized, when I tried to confront things that I could do better to, to help myself. And yeah. uh, you know, if, even for me, there were times where I thought, okay, I've done everything within my capability to fix this situation, to be personally responsible, and it's still fucked up. I'm going to walk away from this. That's kind of how you know know. too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And isn't that empowering too? Like when I was getting my life back together and everything, I felt like I had the control to fix my problems and that gave me self esteem. It's like, can you imagine how helpless you would feel if you thought that you had no control over your life or the turmoil your life was in or the mistakes that you made yeah. and you thought you had to change the surrounding world? One of those things is way harder yeah. than the other one. Yeah, I'd be
0: oppressed and triggered and all asking for, I'm yeah. voting for Bernie and wanting government checks Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Uh, We're yeah. cut
2: up though. We gotta, we gotta round okay. out. I yeah, we go.
0: do. I, this show always ends up going longer than I Let's get out of here. <laughs> Thank we you appreciate so much for the it. Super Chatters. Yeah, we appreciate it, everybody. Uh, supporting the show and asking us questions and um keeping the show interesting and unpredictable as i always like uh appreciate everybody's patience too i know not everybody always gets into the show if you're trying to and you can't send us an email we'll read your question send us a video uh a question uh, video audio youtube we'll, we'll play it on the show and respond to it i don't know what we'll do on sunday i'm gonna kind of take it easy it's gonna be a holiday weekend we'll have a little fourth of july fun and talk about whatever happens this week and uh, Then it's time for fireworks and barbecue, which I'm excited for.
2: Yeah, some stuff's happening this
0: weekend. Have a good week. We'll see you Sunday.